The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, Season 8, Episode 19. Uh, I guess if we really want to say we could do Episode 201. (laughs) <laughs> but uh again man just want to thank everyone that checked out last podcast where we celebrated our 200th episode uh just appreciate all you guys for checking us out <clears throat> and uh for rocking with the hawks beat back to business though back to business the atlanta hawks took on the boston celtics tonight at state farm arena uh we were in the building of course to observe uh all of the shenanigans and whatnot and uh it was a good it was a good night for the Atlanta Hawks man now listen um i guess you can say the hawks are streaking now <laughs> three wins in a row they take care of business 99 to 110 and uh just a really good win for the hawks i mean you had contributions from everybody everybody and uh i mean you had 32 bench points it, it was just a lot it was a lot we're going to go into the numbers and we're going to dissect what we saw from the game in the second segment when we talk about, you know, the game flow and everything. But um, overall, you have if you're a Hawks fan, you have to be excited about what you've seen tonight. 
and uh, they're keeping the streak alive, man. Keeping the streak alive. And I said before that this, you know, the road trip that they were on, a lot of people were upset about um, them not winning any games on a road trip. But listen, I told you guys, when they come home, it's going to be a lot different because that schedule that they had in the beginning of the season was a gauntlet. You know, so now you got some home games. You got some games at home against some teams that you should be able to beat. And if you can win like 90% of these games or even 100% of them uh, over the next few days, that's going to be really good. So um, as far as the Hawks are concerned, their next home game is Saturday um, when they take on the Charlotte Hornets, another winnable game. Uh, and then they're going to go uh, – no, I'm sorry. They don't go on the road. They have two more home games. So you have one on Saturday, and then you have one on Monday when they take on the OK City Thunder, which is probably the <laughs> the worst team in the league. But, uh, again, this is the NBA, man, so you can't really sleep on any any of these teams. So uh, winnable games in the Hawks' future. And uh, they kind of dug themselves a little hole early, but if they can put together some, win, uh, some wins, they should be just fine. Before we go any further, want to get some housekeeping out of the way. A lot of what we do is on the social media front. So we invite you guys to connect with us on our social media. If you're on Twitter and Instagram, our uh, handle is at HawksBeat. That's all one word. Make sure you follow us. And uh, if you're on Facebook, make sure you swing by and click like on our Facebook page, The Hawks Beat. Just go ahead and search that up in the search box and you'll find us. Last but definitely not least, uh, we want you to subscribe to the podcast. And that way, whenever, whenever we drop a pod, whether it's late at night, early in the morning, you get that that message that you know, hey, Hawksbeat got another another podcast coming out. You know, so we would love for you to connect with us on all of those platforms, man. That is um, essential to what we do. So make sure you connect with us. As far as Hawks news, uh, no new news. Um, <laughs> try saying that three times. No new news. But, uh, yeah, nothing new has been published out there. Uh, of course, if you are a subscriber of The Athletic, our guy Chris uh, did a great job. Man, He did a mailbag this week. And, uh, actually, it was today he released it. So, swing over to The Athletic, Chris, is there's probably nobody more tuned in or connected to what the Hawks have going on from the inside than Chris. And um, I got to have him on the pod, man. I talked to him all the time. I'm like, yo, man, I got to get you on. He's like, yeah, man, let me know. And I just never do it. But I got to get Chris on. Uh, always has good information. But make sure to check out his latest piece on Athletic. Uh, answers questions about possible trades and a lot of questions on Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter and, and just a whole bunch of stuff he went through. Very good, very good um, <clears throat> mailbag that he put together in The Athletic. Um, as far as, uh, yeah, so like I said, no other news. But as far as the game was concerned, the Celtics were without Jalen Brown. So Jalen Brown has been dealing with a hamstring issue. Um, don't necessarily know the timetable for his return. All I know is that he did not play tonight. Um, he did do some warm-ups before the game, so I'm on the court, um, you know, getting some shots up. But obviously the hamstring wasn't ready to go. So 
Boston trotted out a starting five of Marcus Smart, our old buddies, Dennis Schroeder and Al Horford, uh, Grant Williams and Jason Tatum. So we are going to take a quick little break on the other side. We're going to delve into the numbers. What did the victory look like? What did it smell like? We're going to um, kind of dissect it a little bit. You guys know how we get down. You listen to the Hawkspeed Podcast, episode 19, season 8. I'm your man, E-Dub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. Hey guys, what's up? It's E-Dub. I know you guys have heard our Manscaped read by now, and I'm here to tell you, listen, it's not too late to get that below-the-belt trim that some of you are in desperately need of. Listen, Manscaped not only has top-of-the-line waterproof trimmers to keep the hedges nice and clean, but they also have boxers, lotions, colognes, have you feeling and smelling so fresh and so clean so head over to manscaped.com use our promo code hawksbeat for 20 percent off your entire order and free shipping once again that promo code is hawksbeat for 20 percent off and free shipping she'll be glad you did All right, folks, we are back. Hawksbeat Podcast, um, episode 19, and let's get into this game flow. So uh, for those of you that are into numbers and uh, the Hawks going into this game, uh, favored by five. So if you put a little money on the Hawks, you want a little change tonight, you know, they definitely beat the spread. But I already mentioned in the previous segment, Celtics were without Jalen Brown. Hawks went with their traditional five um, without uh, DeAndre Hunter. Um, you had Kevin Herter, John Collins, Clint Bogey, and Trey Young. So um, I thought the first quarter Hawks came out with good energy. And uh, I tell you what, man, it was the Kevin Herter show. <laughs> Plain and simple. Uh, when you look at all, uh, all of the notes that I had in the first quarter was just like, could this be the Kevin Herter game? <laughs> Could this be the Kevin Herter game? Uh, came out on fire, man. Hit his first four shots. Um, three of those were three. And uh, had a very solid first quarter, man. Had 14 points. And he just, he really had it going. And if you would have told me that the Hawks would start this game and Trey Young 0 for 3 and he would finish uh, the first quarter with 1.5 assist and Hawks would be leading, I would be inclined to think that you are lying, <laughs> but I mean, it wasn't all bad. I mean, he, yeah, he didn't make his first three shots, but again, he did have five assists. He set Kevin up for a lot of those, um, a lot of those shots that he was making. He was wide open. Hawks did a good job of moving the ball. Celtics were coming out, trying to force Trey to give up the ball. And he did, he made the right play. And after Trey does that, it's up to the team to make the right play, to get the ball in the spot, where they can get a good shot. Just so happens, Kevin was wide open a lot, and he was making them pay. <laughs> he was making them pay. So, I mean, first quarter, the Hawks shot well as a team. You know, when you have Kevin Herter on fire like that, all the others got to do is kind of hold bay, you know. So they shot 52% uh, from the field, and, and they were 5 of 10 from 3. Not a bad way to start out a game. <laughs> Not a bad way to start out a game. But, 
Um, now, when the second quarter rolled around, uh, to me, it, it was a lot of back and forth, right? Like a lot of back and forth. Um, no team really asserting their dominance until the end of the quarter. Um, I think it was like about two minutes left. Hawks going like a 9-0 run in the quarter. Um, they didn't go like on a 9-0 run because I think Boston made a couple free throws or whatever. But Hawks really closed out that quarter strong, right? So you go into the half up 58-49, to 49, and you got to feel good about yourself. One note that I that I took during the game, I said Clint is looking really good defensively under the rim. I don't know how many block shots he ended up with. Let me check the stats, but um, I thought he was very disruptive. Um, thought he was very disruptive. I thought he played with a lot of energy on the defensive side of the ball, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. It's been a um, it's been a struggle for Clint to kind of really get back into that shape. Um, just dealing with the sore Achilles, but I thought tonight he looked really good. I thought he looked really good on both sides of the ball, um, especially on the defensive side of the ball where they really rely on him to do a lot of the things that he does well, and that's clean the board and be disruptive. I thought he was exactly that tonight, so I really like what I saw out of Clint. So, halftime. Uh, for those of you who are big Gunner fans, I, I know that you were very excited because Gunner was in the building, and he did the halftime show. Now, for all you old fogies like myself and don't know who Gunner is, Gunner is a rapper <laughs> from Atlanta, and uh, you're just gonna have to Google the rest. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spill, I'm not gonna spoil it. <laughs> Mainly because I don't know much about the young man myself. But nevertheless, put on a good show. The folks were into it, and uh, it was all good, man. It was all good. So. <clears throat> After Gunna got the crowd hype and uh, put on a great um, halftime show. Third quarter, it was, uh, I guess this was like John Collins' time to shine, right? John Collins had a good third quarter. Bogey had a good 30 qu third quarter. <clears throat> and it's funny, um, I just saw some tweets like during the third quarter about Bogey. And, and you know, I, I had asked some questions about halftime and somebody was like, man, Bogey needs to wake up and Bogey this, this, that, and the other. Bogey um, knocked down three three-pointers all within maybe like a three-minute span in that quarter. And uh, I just thought it was – I mean, he that, that was his quarter. Like him and John, like they really got it going in that quarter. And – uh Bogey had the nine points. John was five of five. Very super efficient like he always is. And I thought the starters played really well in that quarter. Um, <clears throat> another guy I haven't talked about in we're, we're three quarters in is that of Cam Reddish. I thought Cam played an excellent game tonight. Excellent, excellent game from Cam on both sides of the ball. On both sides of the ball. He seemed to play within the offense offensively. In defense, he was a dog. Like, he was a dog defensively. Yes, Jason Tatum, you know, ended up with 34, but, you know, all that wasn't on Cam, you know. And Jason Tatum's just a guy that's just unguardable. Like, he's going to get his. So, you're not going to really shut him down. But I thought Cam was probably, arguably probably one of the best, better Hawks players tonight in the game, you know, he took 14 shots, but I thought the, a good majority of those shots were within rhythm. Um, you know, he, and, and I thought defensively he, he was a dog. He had three steals. He had a black shot. 
Um, I just liked what I saw from Cam on both sides of the court. So uh, third quarter, again, is the bogey and John Collins quarter. And the, the good thing about it is this, right? So, you know, Herder gets you guys going in the first quarter. Second quarter, you guys, you know, hold bay. Third quarter is bogey and John. It, the good thing about it is, like, the Hawks didn't re- have to rely on just one guy to do everything, you know. And I think that at, at its core, this is the Hawks at their best. Yes, Trey is the lead dog, and he's going to eat first, and he's got to do what he's got to do. But I think the Hawks are at their best when everybody is just kind of doing their thing. When Herder gets hot, Bogey gets hot, and they make sure they get the ball to the hot hand. Because every night, number 11 is not going to be the hot man. He's not going to be the hot man every night. Some nights you're going to have to give it to Bogey. Sometimes you're going to have to give it to Herder or J.C., you know, or even Reddish and Gallo off the bench for what it for what it might be, or Lou, whoever the case may be. I thought the Hawks did a good job of just playing within the system, trusting each other, and uh, shots were falling tonight, man. So it was a good thing. <clears throat> fourth quarter rolls around, and I thought the fourth quarter was just a case of the Hawks protecting the lead, right? So. Uh, they go into the fourth, up 77 to 91. Boston makes a little bit of a run, but the Hawks were able to. It seemed like they kept them at bay. Um, at the, uh, I think it was like at the five minute mark. I looked up at the clock, and uh, they were still up ten. Uh, you're up. I think I, I, you get to under three minutes, and you look. Okay, what kind of lead do we have? Is the time dwindling down? Uh, then the Hawks were up by 13, and that's kind of when you knew. It was over. Um, just did a great job fourth quarter about maintaining that lead, maintaining that lead. I thought they did a great job with that. Um, <clears throat> but Ken Reddish has eight points in the quarter, but nobody really, like, took off offensively. I just thought that they just played together as a team. They didn't shoot the ball particularly well to close the game out, but they did enough to uh, protect the victory. So Celtics win the quarter 22-19, to but – they evidently, they uh, ultimately fall um, to the Atlanta Hawks. Second quarter scoring was 50-52 to 52 in favor of the Hawks. And uh, it was just a good win tonight, man. It was a good win tonight. I thought that Cam Reddish played. He, he If I had to give out a, play, a, a game ball, it probably would go to Cam Reddish. Um, you know, no disrespect to anybody else. Kevin Hurd had a really good quarter. You know, Bogey had a moment and John Collins, but I thought Cam was good front to back. Front to back, man. Finishing the game with 19 points, um, three steals, and I just, I just like what I saw out of both. Uh, of um, I like what I saw in Cam from both sides of the ball. So if I had to give a player the game for me, it was one Mr. Cam Reddish. But. Let's go to um, some fan feedback. Now, I apologize about the fan feedback because I normally do it right after the game. And I got into the press conference with the Hawks and totally forgot to, like, ask you guys the question about, like, you know. So let me see if I have any. I asked it later. Um, So let me see if I got any responses as far as um, takeaways from the game. So if you're new to this podcast... One thing on Twitter that I normally do after each game, I say, who is the player of the game? 
what are your thoughts about, uh, you know, what are your thoughts on tonight's game? So let me see if I have some feedback. Let's see. Let's see. Let's open up the Twitter. Our guy Mitchell, 22134079 on Twitter, says Herter was his first half MVP and Cam was his second half MVP. Okay, appreciate it. Mr. Mitchell, appreciate you guys for checking it out. Um, at not new to this on Twitter says, I appreciated Trey's methodical approach to the game. Yeah, listen, Trey had 18 and 11, I believe it was. And I thought he did a good job of just orchestrating everything, just like a, like a conductor, you know. Um, 18 and 11, double-digit assists is kind of what I expect from Trey. <laughs> and, uh, I, again, I always say Trey can get 10 assists in his sleep, but I thought he did a great job of just playing within himself, not forcing anything. And if guys had the hot hand, you know, guys had the hot hand. Um, let's see. Uh, Mitchell chiming in again. It says Trey, 18 points, 11 assists. He really should be the player of the game, but he does it so often it kind of becomes the norm. <laughs> definitely, definitely, man. Um, yeah, yeah. I got Dewan Goodwin. Goodwin checked in. He said Kevin is better as a starter and should remain a starter the whole year. You can tell that the coaches have been working with him. Thanks for the um, feedback. Last one, Third Bow at Third Bow on Twitter says Herder. He was hot with the shots, and he says my friend says Bogey for being clutch. So, shouts out to you and your friend, Mister Bow, and uh, we appreciate all the fan back fan feedback that we get. Uh, we're gonna take another quick break. On the other side, we're going to hear some sound from the post game press conference. See what these guys had to say after the game. And then we'll put this podcast in a pretty little bow and wrap things up. You're listening to the Hogsweed Podcast, episode 19. I'm your host, E-Dub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Dow Family Wellness, the official chiropractor of the Hogsweed Podcast. If you are experiencing any type of back pain, neck pain, or pain pain, Go see our guy, Dr. Rick. Ask him about the Hulk Suite special, which includes a consultation, digital scans, and an adjustment for just $37. Just tell him E-Dub from the Hulk Suite sent you. That's Dow Family Wellness. Check out their banner at thehulkspeed.com or call Dr. Rick, 470-395-3478. That's 470 395 Three four seven eight. Visit Dow Family Wellness. Tell them Hogs Beats. This segment is brought to you by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces. Go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Tell him the Hawksbeat sent you. You'll be happy you did. All right, folks, we are back. Third and final segment, uh, the segment in which we um, we hear from the players, man. So um, I don't have any sound from Coach, but I do have some sound from Cam 
and some sound from John Collins. So I'm going to play the first clip from Cam. Uh, this clip is about a minute, and um, so I'll go ahead and play that for him. Been like establishing that being one of the better home court advantages now in the NBA. Um, I mean, it's definitely a big piece. Um, I think the fans have been unreal, um, you know, giving us that energy we need to, especially after that rough road trip we just had. Um, coming back home to the fans, uh, having their energy means a lot. Yeah, over here. Getting this win, keeping that, that, that momentum you guys have started here at home, what's the key to just really continuing to play the way you guys are? Because there, there's, there's a difference in how you guys are executing at both ends of the floor at home. What's the key to keeping it going but then taking it on the road at some point? Um, just continuing to build that, that chemistry. Um, I think at the end of the year last year, we were you know, at, at a high level with our, with our chemistry. So just trying to build that back up. Um, and as you can see, it's coming along little by little. So the more we continue to trust each other, share the ball, talk on defense, we should be good. That was Cam Reddish um, after a really good night tonight uh, on both sides of the floor. Um, 19 points tonight for Cam off the bench and just a, a really superb defensive effort. Um, just talking about, look, man, we got, we got to, we got to develop a chemistry, you know, talking about, you know, what the Hawks can do to keep this win streak and what it's going to take for them to win ball games. And chemistry is a big part of this. And I think one thing going forward that would be interesting is Kevin Herter in that starting lineup. Uh, I know one of the, uh, one of the folks on Twitter said, look, maybe Kevin just needs to be the starter for the rest of the year, you know? Then let DeAndre come back and, uh, you know, let him come out the bench. I don't know. Like, that's just something that you're going to have to address because um, Kevin Herter's looked good in the starting lineup, man. He's looked really good. And chemistry is important. I don't know if you want to disrupt that. I don't know if by the time DeAndre comes back, you need that defensive pop that he gives you. I don't know. Those are questions that Nate McMillan is going to have to answer, and we'll see how it all plays out. Um, I got two clips from John, so let me go ahead and get those queued up for you. The first one is actually about – they're both about 25 seconds, so um, I'll go ahead and get those queued up. So tonight in particular. Uh, you know, basketball, basketball is an imperfect game. Everybody's you know, trying for perfection, but I feel like the one thing that came out we did tonight was our mentality – understood defensively what we needed to do. Uh, we fed the hot hands, kept the ball moving, excuse me, the ball moving, and uh, I feel like we just played together tonight and uh, got the win at home. What impressed Yeah, you know, aggressive intelligence, you know, calmness, uh, but still try to attack. And I feel like he sort of did that tonight. Not, you know, saying it was because of me, but you just starting to see his game slow down or when he does slow down and finally pick his spots. Game's so easy for that dude. And, you know, um, that's what we want to see more of because – so that was John Collins talking about um, chemistry, talking about, um, you know, just winning and, and finding a way to move the ball, get the ball to the hot hand. I thought they did an excellent job of that, especially when the ball comes out of Trey's hands. I think that's very important because a lot of teams going to start running this trap, trying to get the ball out of Trey's hands. It's very good. It's going to be very important for those other four guys to make good decisions and uh, find where the ball is supposed to go. Uh, the second clip 
is I think Sarah asked him about Cam, and he just talked about how he just always tells Cam to stay aggressive. And my thing on, on Cam Reddish is this. You want to get to a point where Cam has a game like this and we don't talk about him much. Right? Like, so does that make sense? Like, you want this to kind of be the norm. Oh, Cam had 18 off the bench, but that's just what Cam does. So was just not, you know, not that big of a deal. That's the goal. That's the goal for Cam to, uh, not when he has a game, it's, you know, everybody's, oh, Cam had a good game. Cam had a good game. No, this needs to be consistency of, okay, yeah, he's going to do this tonight. This is what we expect of him. Right? Like, that's what I want to see from Cam. Oh, he had 15, 16? Cool. That's what he always does. Right? That's what we want to see. Um, We know he's capable of this. Um, as as of uh, as of how he played tonight, but we just want to see more of it on a consistent basis. So again, kudos to Cam on a good game tonight. Um, Kevin Herter, Bogey, all those guys have played really good tonight. JC, everybody played really good. Total team victory for the Atlanta Hawks, and they have to be very excited about uh, their little win streak, man. You know, so let's look at the calendar again. I mentioned it earlier. Hawks have the upcoming games. You have uh, they have a couple days off. You know they're going to rest those legs. Um, take on the Charlotte Hornets on Saturday here at State Farm Arena. Then uh, the game after that is Monday. They have the OKC Thunder coming in town, and that is the end. That will be the end of the Hawks road. I mean, their end of their homestand. Then they go on the road to take on San Antonio. That Wednesday, you got Thursday, which is Turkey Day. Hope you guys have a good uh, Thanksgiving during that time. And then, uh, let's see, after Thanksgiving, they're going to go to Memphis. And then they will be back Thursday, Saturday night uh, for a matchup against the New York Knicks on November 27th. So definitely should be a, uh, a fun time seeing the Knicks come in town. It's always good to beat the Knicks. And send all of those Knicks fans home sad in their Timberlands and bubble jackets. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see how this all turns out in the near future. But, thank you guys again for checking out the Hawksbeat Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Swing by Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. We would greatly appreciate it. And, uh, like we say every time, man. God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him love, because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Also, rest in peace to young Dolph. Very tragic uh, Very tragic death, very tragic story. And uh, peace to that man's family. And uh, just a sad a sad uh, situation. Um, yeah. Prayers up for young Dolph and his family. We out. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.